Hey there, and welcome to another episode of Productivity and Proverbs 31, PP31. And I'm Kathy, your host here on this side of the microphone, hoping to encourage you and inspire you, maybe teach you a few things from God's word and from just enormity of life. So I have a question. Is anybody out there needing a word of encouragement, feeling overwhelmed and the slew of despond, just frustrated with all the things that you have to do in all of life. Well, if you are, then we are holding hands and going through that little path of adversity together. This has just been a season. I hope that if you're in that situation, that today's episode will bring you encouragement, will bring you hope, and five very practical steps to help move forward and get off of the path of being bullied by your own thoughts and oppression and just depression of of the situation and hope for the future and a very solid plan that you can follow to move yourself along from where you are to where the Lord wants you to be. So if that's the situation, you just grab a hot beverage, maybe put your feet up and take care of yourself for a few minutes as you listen to the podcast. Hey friends, and if we're not friends yet, I hope we soon will be. I'm Kathy Lanham, host of the Productivity and Proverbs 31 podcast. I'm a wife, mom to five, and a grandma, which is my best role yet. I'm a former teacher of the deaf, an pro photographer, and a business leader. And if you're a Christian who needs some encouragement and wants to grow in their faith, then I hope that you will take the time to stick around because you never know what I'll be teaching on or sharing or who I'll interview over here with life hacks, with business tips and tricks and some faith building built in. I hope that you'll grab your coffee, maybe a pen and a pad of paper as we begin today's episode. All right, well, I just have to tell you, I am right there. This has been a season. This new year has just been full of wonderful blessings, but the feeling of overwhelm that is not going anywhere. I am just swirling in my own thoughts. It is just crazy. You need to stop the despair, stop the despond, and stop the overwhelm. Then I want to be an encouragement with you today. Now, I am not speaking of of a depression that needs some medicine and needs intervention, medical help. That is so much more serious. It is so real. I want you to make sure that you take care of yourself and you get the help that you need if that's the situation that you are in. What I'm referring to is more of the situational, circumstantial depression, the circumstantial overwhelm, the just feeling of, I have too much to do. I'm so far behind. I just want to give up and quit. I have some practical steps, but you know, it's the feeling or what I've had in my heart is this feeling of failure in every area. As a wife, as a business owner, as a mom, as a daughter, as an employee, as a friend, and then just as a as a self-care, taking care of my own self. There is not one area or one aspect in my life right now currently that I don't feel like I am a f- miserable failure, that I am just behind and it's just not going to get any better. And what happens when you give in to that bully in your head that says, yep, just give up. Yep. You're pathetic. Yep. You're, you do that circle and cycle and you start feeding yourself that lie, or you start listening to that lie that I personally think Satan feeds us. We have to be able to stop the bully. We have to face that bully and stop it. We have to take some definite steps. So the first part is admitting it and seeing it for what it is. It is not reality. It is a temporary situation. We need to face it 
admit it, ask for help if we can, and see the truth for what it is. It's almost like, I don't know if you've ever been to the beach and you get out and the flags are flying, warning you of a riptide. Now, you know what a riptide is, right? It You're just out there. It's the undercurrent. And where everything looks great on the surface, the tide is swirling around below you and it's slowly but surely pulling you out and pulling you down. And so you get further and further and further away from the shore. And that's how these feelings of overwhelm can be. They just, on the outside, you're still acting good. You're still acting like everything's great. But on the inside, you're dying. You're being pulled away from the truth, pulled away from the shore of God's word, and we're pulled away for that which is right. So we feel like we're just going to drown. So today we're going to learn, we're we're just going to talk about how to stop that. All right. So first thing, first and foremost thing that I want to encourage you to do is to look at in the admitting is what is necessary and all these things that you're feeling like have to be done, what is necessary? Where are you working out of your gifting? Where did you say yes to some things that you need to have some humility and go back and say, I'm so sorry, but I cannot do this. I have bitten off more than I can chew. That's not in my schedule. I can't do this anymore. What are you worrying about or trying to control? That's not your problem. You can't affect it. It's not yours to take care of. You want to own it. You want to try to play God. You're going to try to control all the circumstances and it's not where you should be. So sometimes that just creates a bigger and bigger situation of despondency and overwhelm. In the admitting that we're struggling, asking those questions and really looking at what we have to do as part of stopping the bully and making some positive progress. The second thing that I want you to do is to do a brain dump. Now I have a whole podcast on this, but in essence, what it is, is writing down everything, every possible thing that you need to do in a day. And that alone can be overwhelming, but you can look at it and go, oh my gosh. But from getting up in the morning to taking a shower, doing a podcast, prepping food for other humans, feeding other humans, cleaning up after this whole crowd, doing laundry, all of the things that need to be done in your day. Closing this big deal, doing a podcast, editing a podcast, making a sale, reaching your sales goals, making dinner for a friend who's just had a baby, buying a present for a baby that friend who's just had a baby. All of the things. Just go ahead and do that brain dump because when you do that, it gets it out and it lets you look at reality. Because when we have it in our head, it's always niggling back there. It's always like a monkey on your back. You got to do this. You got to do that. You got to do this. And that increases the feeling of overwhelm that you're going under for the third time and there's no helping hand to come pull you out. So brain dump, get it all out, get it on paper. And when you do that, then you can apply step one where you're going to honestly look at what of this is necessary. What of this can be cut out? What in this whole list is really not as important as I'm making it? What is important? So you can ask those questions when you do a brain dump. Number three, now this is the most important of all. This is the place where you're going to come humbly and you're going to take the time to sit before the Lord and you're going to pray. You want to encourage your own heart. You want to take that time for yourself to hear the Lord speak to you. This is where this podcast came from this morning. When I was coming to the Lord anew, I had just admitted to my husband, I feel like a failure in every area. And that's not the truth. We have to know the truth and it sets us free. 
So when we pray, we want to ask the Lord for wisdom. And in James 1, he tells us to consider it all joy when we face our various trials, which means they're color-coded just for us. But we're going to skip on down to verse 5. If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, who gives to all generously and without reproach, and it will be given to him. So how about just taking a minute, and as you look over that list, as you look over your brain dump and your schedule, ask the Lord to give you wisdom, to give you clarity, to give you peace, because he says, if any man lacks wisdom, let him ask. In doing this, it's a reflection of Hebrews 12, 12. It says, Therefore, brethren, strengthen the hands that are weak and the knees that are feeble. Make straight paths for your feet so that the limb which is lame will not be put out of joint, but rather be healed. Pursue peace and sanctification with all men. And it's just so good. That chapter two, Hebrew, the whole chapter of Hebrews is great. The whole Bible is great. But these, but these passages that I have encouraged my heart with today, I want to share them with you so that you have these practical steps. So first, ask for wisdom. Ask for clarity. Ask for the peace that passes understanding to guard your heart and mind in Christ Jesus. Ask to hear that voice of the Holy Spirit telling you, should you go to the left or the right, this is the way, walk ye in it. And then number four, after you've done that, after you've done your brain dump, you've prayed, you've sat before the Lord, you've asked for his wisdom and direction, then I want you to look at that list and pick one or two things to complete. Not everything, but the things that are urgent that need to be moved to completion. This is kind of like doing your laundry. You know, there's five steps to doing laundry. You gather it and sort it, you wash it, you dry it, you fold it, and then you put it away. And it's not done unless you do all five steps. So when I say complete it, pick one task and get it through to completion. There is such a joy that comes with being able to do that big check mark off your list. Now, my tendency is to have a list of a million things, and I want to check off all the quick little easy ones. Like I'll put take a shower so I can check something off, which taking a shower is part of my day anyway, part of my morning routine, part of my miracle morning. But in my miracle mornings, I want to make sure that I'm checking off all of my things. But I'm speaking now of moving to a task whatever that task is. Maybe the organization of your whole house is the big issue. Well, let's just start small. Let's go with one drawer, not one room, not the whole house, one thing. So pick to completion a task that you can do. That helps remove that feeling of being a failure. It gives you that feeling of success, and then it encourages your spirit so that you can move on and do the next task. That is important, is that you are focusing in and you're breaking this big pond of of despair down to a small little trickle. And then you're making success and you're systematically taking things off your list. Then the next thing, number five, is to rightly recognize this season. Because is this a temporary thing? You've had a week of nothing but sickness, flu, strep throat, throwing up, changing bed sheets, just all of the things. And it is a season where you have gotten nothing done, but you have loved on those kids and it's a temporary season. And you know that with a little concerted effort, you're going to get everything back on track. Or like in my situation, I have been gone. I have not even been here to do the laundry, to do the stuff. We've had medical issues. My mom's um, sick. I've been going back and forth there. I've had some wonderful things. I've had travel that I've earned with my company. 
But that took me, again, away from things that I have to do here. It's taken me away from my husband. It's taken me away from my work. It's taken me away. Not having the time because of the situation, because of the circumstances, even though it was a good circumstance, it has taken away. And so now I'm playing catch up. And so now I'm playing catch up and trying to stop that feeling of failure in every other aspect of life because of a short period of a circumstance. So you have to recognize that season. It may be that you're in a season of feeling useless because you're not using your gifts. Is it a season to be mentored or to be a mentor? Is it a season to ask for help or to give help? Are you in a season of marital stress where you need some outside help, where you need some counseling? And in Hebrews 12, I've told you that Hebrews 12 is a great chapter. Verse number two, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of faith who for the joy set before him endured the cross. He despised the shame and has sat down at the right hand of God the Father. Let's make sure we're looking to the right place for our help. We're not looking around to others or to our peers or to our performance to give us validation of our worth, to give us success and say, oh, I'm a good person because. Stop the bully in your head of the lies of Satan and instead look to the Lord Jesus. Rightly put on the belt of truth and rightly encourage your heart and yourself. This weekend at a women's conference, I heard a great phrase that has just resonated in my heart. The path to blessing is often through the road of adversity. The way to blessing is through the path of adversity. So I want to encourage you to not be like the pioneers who just pulled their wagons off to the side and died. They just gave up in the heat and the stress, the horribleness of the situation. They just pulled over and said, I'm done. I quit. I'm I'm through. And they died. Don't be that pioneer. Tighten up your bonnet, girlfriend, and keep going. Press on. Be like Dory in Finding Nemo. Just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. Find the next right thing to do and do it. Or maybe it's continue doing that next hard thing. And if you flip over to 2 Thessalonians, that's chapter 3, verse 3, I think, as I flip the pages of my Bible quickly to be able to encourage you with the word, because nothing that I say has worth. It's always God's word that brings light and truth. But the Lord is faithful and he will strengthen you and protect you from the evil one. That's 3.3, but it's 3.13. But it's for you, do not grow weary in doing good. That is just a great comfort in continue on the path, keep going. And then in 2 Thessalonians 3.16, I'm going to leave you this with this word. As you apply this, as you look at it, my prayer for you today is that you will find that peace, that you will find the light, which is Jesus at the end of the tunnel, that that you will look to the light, which is Jesus, that you will find some encouragement to go on and to continue. And With that, I'm just going to pray over you now. May the Lord of peace himself continually, isn't that a great word? Continually grant you peace in every circumstance. The Lord be with you all. Isn't that a great way to end it up? So as you look at your overwhelm, your own personal slew of despond, your despair, maybe even depression, the situations and the circumstances that you find yourself in today where you're writing the word failure on your forehead like I've been doing, I just want to pray with you and ask you to stop and give the blessing. Now may the Lord of peace himself continually grant you peace in every circumstance. The Lord be with you all. And that's from 2 Thessalonians 3, 
verse 16. And guys, just know that you're in my heart. I am praying for you and asking the Father to encourage you, grant you peace, and give you hope today. Until next time, this is Kathy. Take care. Hey guys, real quick, I hope this episode was a blessing to you and that you learned a nugget of truth, got a laugh, or had something that you can share. It would be such a blessing to me if you would go over to iTunes and leave me both a starred and a written review. I would love to be able to read some of those reviews online and that pours into my ministry and my work so much. In addition, if you want some of our free things, that's found over at kathylanham.com. I'd love to connect on social media. DM me at at kathylanham. That's my handle over on Instagram. So until next time, go be a blessing to others. Because when you're a blessing to others, you can't help but be blessed yourself. Take care.